Hey everybody, I'm Forrest Hall and this is the Real Church Matters podcast where we talk real church matters because real church matters. I got an awesome one here for you. It's a two-parter with my beautiful mother. I figured there's nobody can talk about this subject or I feel more comfortable talking about this subject with than her. The Holy Spirit. We've done uh, two on them already. The house that Spirit built, part one and part two. And this one will take a different approach to it and kind of give you a little more clarity. As always, housekeeping. Don't forget, search for Church Matters. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud. I'm still working on the Spotify and all of that jazz. We'll get there. I want to be where you are. So make it very much easier for you. Don't forget, if you would like to support us, you can always listen. You can write a review. You can share it. Subscribe. You can also give financially. If you are interested in doing that, patreon.com forward slash real church matters. I appreciate everybody that gives, whether it's a dollar or 20 or more. It has been a blessing. It has helped me to continue on this journey, this path of being a part of your spiritual maturity, your growth, or even just maybe even challenging you to say, you know what? I don't want to be a Christian. <laughs> you know, whatever it, it, it brings out of you, I know it, it'll be to God's glory. Uh, yeah, I'm excited and I'm ready to get to it. So without further ado, enjoy. If you have questions, you can always go to askme at realchurchmatters.com. And before I go, remember, obedience over audience. It'll always be it. Always be better than. No matter the applause, the audience of one is always greater. It is not an arousal. It, it isn't, but it's an empowerment. And in the in the the thing that God told me is that when you Sylvia, when I come like this, he said go quickly. Just the same way. He used the scripture that he used with Judas because a lot of people thought the devil was sending Judas but Judas was actually quickened by the Holy Spirit and he said to him go go quickly that what you have to do do it quickly now it is that physical representation of what the Holy Spirit is he looked at it and he said now's the time and people will look at you and say you could have said that to her two years ago I wasn't quickened to do it. Yeah, and God showed Now's me. Now's the time. He showed me that just by using that scripture. I looked it up. I looked it up, and then after I read it, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. He said, when I come, you're to go quickly and yeah. do what I say. And it, it, I want you to understand, this quickening happens not through emotion. No. And not through sensation, but through words. How do we know? He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. And they are And life. they are life. Yes. These words will quicken you. Yes. They will bring you alive. Yes. The words will. Just the fact that you telling me to do something. God told me to do it. It put so much power in me to do it. Where somebody else could tell me to do the same thing and I say no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I I I'm well, I'll give that. thought to it. <laughs> I, I'll give thought to it. People keep they keep dangling a carrot of Pat being a pastor over my head. Yeah. <laughs> not understanding your words don't quicken me. That's right. That's right. Your words don't quicken me. No, only God's. Only God's <laughs> quicken me. Your words don't bring it alive. In no. Me. Your words don't empower me to and, do it. And, and, uh, and we ought to be ashamed that there's even churches that exist that no, nobody but a man quickened the person to do it. You want somebody to be a cheerful giver? Teach them about the spirit so they can be quickened. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nothing get nothing will add zeros in their quickened spreadsheet than yeah. being quickened by the Holy Spirit. But, and to but see this is where this is where it gets because when you're led to give according to how God says give, it it does not give place for that transaction that a lot of people yeah, are looking it, it's for. like they're looking for this thing this between you and them and it's like you're, you're oblivious to them it's like uh, you know what I, if you didn't even feel like getting up and participating in that procession yeah 
You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. If people, every time you get up, they get up and they look and say, oh, he don't never give no offering. That's their problem. That's their problem. They look for it in the ritual instead yeah. of the spiritual. All they have to do is do according to what do God according, says. Do according. Do according. I, I'm telling y'all, I'm not just, there's people who want to do this. They want to manipulate it and make it seem like okay. it's the spirit. So they'll go ahead and give you a stack of money and be like, oh, God had to lay that on their heart. If he laid it on their heart to give cheerfully in that way, he would lay it on their heart to give cheerfully in more ways than that. Then we don't look for righteousness in wallet only. We look for righteousness in the whole of a man. And, and we don't look for, when it comes to money, we don't look for actually what God desired. Yeah. See, he told he told the disciple, he said, go in the fish's mouth and get the money out the mouth. And he took he went in the mouth and he got the money and he said, now you go pay my taxes and your taxes yeah. too. He said, this is what this money is for. Right. He was so, empowered and then he was given instruction. So we have a people that aren't even being empowered to know how to get the money, yeah. where to get it. Oh, here's the other kicker. We don't even have a church, not a, a church that is in, in quickened and enlivened and spiritually aware of what they're supposed to do with that money. Uh, to do with it, yeah. And when the Spirit of God, when the Spirit of God is, is allowed to take over, it profits. It profits. And it, it profits. It, it allows him to be first in all things. Why is it that the church want to profit, but they don't want the spirit to profit? Because, because it doesn't look like what they want it to look Absolutely. like. Absolutely. Because they're still in their mind. Because. That they're, they're, they're like David. I, I, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're maneuvering things around. I'm so thankful that I've been on the receiving end or working end of the ch church money thing mm -hmm. because I've seen God. I seen God that when there was a whole lot, there was a whole lot of money. Yeah. That there were committee meetings and budget meetings and people were trying to say how this money got to go. Yeah. When it's a there lot of money, giveaways. everybody wants to say. It was there were giveaways. Yeah. There was can I help you, ma'am? Not you, sir. There was all kinds of stuff. And then God blew on it. And he said, now what you do. Yeah. And from the end, from from the end of watching, I watch him do what he promised he would do. Yeah. I watched him pay a mortgage through people give sometimes the people only came one time yeah. out the whole month. And they came to get enough money together to pay the mortgage. Yeah. And he said, This is who I am. Yeah. I you will have no other God before me. He said, there'll be nobody else telling you what to do with this money. Yeah. He said, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what to do with yeah. the money. And he said, and it will be received. And it, just that one example shows how the spirit wants to move yeah. beyond sensation. Beyond sensation. You know what I'm saying? You want me to get excited? I don't need to see the whole church shouting. No. I need to see the whole church walking in unity. That's what the quickening of the spirit does. Yes. You want to see the quickening of the spirit? It's not you speaking in tongues in your family prayer meeting while your husband and your kids look bewildered. Yeah. It's the work that has to be done that you have been emboldened to do yeah. that will cost you things in the flesh. Yep. But will profit you Everything. life and spirit. Yep. Romans 8 and 1 says, uh, 8 and 11 says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelling you, this, I'm telling you, this spirit, he letting you know the potency of the spirit. He said, this spirit raised Jesus from the dead. The spirit raised up a dead man and glorified him in heaven. Yep. He said, if this thing dwelling you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. See, he does quicken our bodies. Yeah. But it's different. Yeah. It's different. He didn't quicken me to, to huck a buck. No. He didn't quicken me. To, he quickened me to buck sin off of my, my life. But because of the power of the spirit, 
he said he'll destroy. He said, he, he, that, uh, he that defiles the temple of God, and what he's saying, where I put my spirit. Him will I destroy. Him will I destroy. He doesn't destroy us from the outside in. He destroys us from the inside out because yeah. of the grieving of the Holy Spirit. It is such a dangerous thing to have the Holy Spirit living on the inside, which a person that has asked for the Spirit, yeah. they do have the Holy Spirit living. Yeah. But to allow, not allow the Holy Spirit to do his job is to for us to go early in the morning and to yeah. find the tomb with the, the earthen vessel, that's what they called it. Still there, but, but what the, was in there is gone. Is gone. It's, this, and the top is blown off. This, this, but that, that's the thing. That's, we're going to take a, a little pause right here and say something that y'all got to understand. Not everything you're going through is depression. Nope. Some of what you're going through is the fact that there's a spirit that literally raised Jesus from the dead being bottled up in you. And you're using all, you know how much power you're using to diminish, to extinguish to quench to quench this power instead that of just dwells in you, just allow it. Let you. It, it, it will break you mentally. Just allow it. Breaks you. It exhausts you mentally. It exhausts you physically. I've seen people who get to full night's sleep and still look exhausted. No, I've yeah. seen people who have who have fasted and prayed. It's and the quickest look, way to lose your your natural lose mind. Your mind. Something so powerful. Yeah. That's like trying to. It's like trying to to swim. In a in a tidal wave, and see, he warned. He said, "Be careful that you don't do this. Don't go back and sin again." He said, "Because a greater thing will come upon you." And he was explaining. He didn't go through the steps to explain. He said, "Just don't do this thing." Yeah. And then he, in another place in the scripture, it talks about seven times. The demons will yeah. come. But this is one of the reasons why I brought this up. Uh, I had somebody come to me. They asked me something about being lonely. And I'm t I'm trying to ex explain this to people. Like the minute your mind is there, your mind ain't renewed. Amen. The minute the conversation is about loneliness, that I know that you're having thoughts that are not from God. the word of God. I know that you're not being quickened to life and spirit, but you are being quickened you are being aroused to death. Yes. You're yes. being aroused. Oh, you're thinking about your feelings. Oh, you're thinking about your emotions. And I love that I was talking with another person about it. And she she said, I don't want to be emotionless either. And so we got a section in here we already touch on that's going to let you know you ain't going to be emotionless. No, no. But what you got to understand is that the spirit is not trying to kick emotions out. It's trying to usurp emotions from the throne. Yes, yes. You still gonna be there, but you ain't on the throne no more. It's 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 like, and I can say this from discipline. I, I you know, and I'll say the Holy Spirit disciplined me or corrected me because I used to cry over my state, whatever state I found myself in. Mm -hmm. I would cry, and I would talk to God about it while I was crying, and. After allowing me to do this for some period of time, I went to talk to God and the Holy Spirit said, those tears are reserved for me. Mm -hmm. He said, you cry in the presence of my beauty. You cry in the presence of my power. He said, but you never cry in the presence of mere people. And what he was talking about, not with the people just being there. He was saying, this is what motivates you. This is what drives you. This is what you're used to and accustomed to, using your emotions because of what you feel, see, touch in around you. Yeah. This is what we've reduced emotion for, too. But yet God talks about tears because they're valuable to him. Yeah. So we go, hold on, because we got, when I get to it, you're going to, I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it, it's going to rocket you. It's going to rocket you because you're already on that same wavelength. And that's why as soon as I finished this, I finally finished up and picking and putting scriptures throughout the week. 
And I read it and I looked, I said, oh, goodness gracious, this ain't no message. This ain't no preaching thing. He said, no, no, you're going to talk to your mother. And he said, don't put no time limit on it. Y'all talk this thing through. Yeah. You let you take your time with it. He said, it's, it's going to be the, the, the a September to remember. Amen. This is something people need to hear. Yes. It's being taught in a way that I think that it expanded my mind on. Yes. Expanded my mind on it. So uh, what these two scriptures that go with that, 1 Peter 3, 18 says, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened in the spirit. Yes. That's what you were saying. Yes. When you said the tomb is open, it's busted open. Yeah. You look in there and that, what was supposed to be in there is gone. Gone. It's been gone. It's been glorified. Yes. It's been raised higher. We put to death the flesh in the quickening of the spirit. Spirit. There are many people, including me, I spent a great deal of my Christian walk, which will now be 20 years come next uh, March. Amen. I spent the better part of that 20 years trying to put to death the flesh without the quickening of the spirit. Amen. It's exhausting. It is. I did a good job of it. You know, there's a lot of people who can come and, and attest to it one day. They can say, yeah, he, he fought off these advances. He fought off this. Yeah. There's a lot of people that can say that, but I, I cannot say that I, I fought those things off or bested my flesh in the power of the spirit more than yes. it was sheer will. Yes. And it comes with its own sorrow. Yes, yes, yes. It comes with its own sadness. Yes. It comes with its own discontent. I've yes. seen it too many times. I've seen it in many of my close individuals. I've seen them trying to walk this thing out with, with a dead body. And, you know, I'm uh. so thankful. I'm really thankful that I was introduced to moral living, morally good living. Yeah, it's appreciated. Before, yeah. before I was introduced to Christ. So you can see the difference. Yes. To walk... Out righteousness in your flesh is to be a zombie. Yes. It's the walking dead. And 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 I tell you what, <laughs> there is no slipping and falling when you're morally good. Because when you're morally good and you and you go out of that moral compass, your own mind destroys you. It, destroys it turns you. on you. It's the type of thing where I have people who reach out to me and I notice that most of the questions I get about the Bible are so nonsensical okay. and so crazy, but I've been where they are, yeah. where they're just trying to figure things out. Yeah. So they're asking about things that don't even matter to the spirit. They yes. matter to the flesh. Yeah. They're like, well, where do we go when we die? And what does the Bible say about marriage? And da, 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 da. it's all of these things because you're trying to comprehend this. You're trying to get more. You're sloshing along. You're this zombie. I like the you're walking out the word in a dead body. In a dead yeah, body. Uh, what's wrong? This walk is so hard. I mean, I, I go to sleep at night. I have thoughts of breasts and, and vaginas. They just they like sugar plums dancing <laughs> in my head. And I, I, you know, it's such a fight. And I, that's what living morally good is like. Yes, it's a, because that's every why, day that's why I feel sorry for the Catholics. Every day that you wake up, Catholic yeah. guilt. Yeah, like yo, they're moving through life. They mess up. They so weighted in it. Every day you wake up and you you're suppressing. You you begin to suppress the things that don't go along with that moral compass. Yes, and you, you're like, okay, it's there, but. I just need to do the right thing. The flesh ain't supposed to be comatose. It's it, supposed to be yeah. dead. Time to pull the plug. And and you find it and I when I look back on a life lived in morally good, I find that I spent a lot of my time sleeping, number one, mm-hmm. because I was so glad it put it into the mind. Because while I was awake, the mind would be saying, No, you shouldn't do that. You you can't do that. Yeah. And and when I go to sleep, it would be still. It would be the only time that I could have a stillness. So I started sleeping more and more as I grew older. 
I start to through my 11-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-old. I start sleeping more and more because there became more and more things that didn't line up with the moral compass. Yeah. And all I felt was while I was awake was guilt and fighting and, and everything. And I it just want to hide away. With, with church people, we got to know we medicate ourselves with things that are real drugs. Yeah. We medicate ourselves. That's why yeah. I, I said it before on here. Serotonin. Yeah, the the feeling you get when you sleeping, the yeah. feeling you get through yeah. sex. That's why some of y'all you so you so pressed to get married. You extra it's just another form of drug. It's like you finally got God wrote the prescription, but he wrote a prescription, and now you just do high on that. But the crazy thing about it is, it's just like any high. You need more and more, more and more in more order more. To, in order to satisfy or in order to get that that satisfaction feeling of feeling good. Yeah. For 10 minutes these, or 15 minutes. But that's these the Christian zombies. They want more brains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just insatiable. It's like, I, 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 we, we the most obese people. But he's saying, <laughs> he's saying if you just taste and see. This is why he, he used that, that scripture. He said, you taste in a whole lot of things. And you develop the palate for a whole lot of things. But he said, if you just taste and see that I'm good. Because it profits you nothing. Yeah. I can't use you. You're so yeah. full of yourself. That's what he was trying to tell Peter. Yeah. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. And He's, then he applauded him at the same time. Another time he said, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. Yeah. None but the spirit. But he, he went on to say, he said, thou savorous. He said, like a good meal. Like a good meal. He said, he said, you, you. You you've been tasting it, and we you savor it. We not. savor the flavor of all this stuff, yeah. And we're not quickened, yeah. We're not quickened. Yeah. This is where you, I, you you see the piano player is not there at the church, and you see how people savor praise and worship. Uh, they don't savor it. It's not savored. They're like, even though it's, they almost getting angry. Even though there's no piano, we can still no no. I don't know because your <laughs> your thought is on the piano. The lack thereof. I could care less. You don't understand because when we join with the heavenly host, ain't no pianos we, up there. There's no piano. They make their own music. Their music comes from their they wings. Cry out, holy, 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 and that's enough. And that's it. And when you, this is what God wants us. This is what the Spirit is unctioning us. I'd rather us. have a church full of people quickened in the Spirit than skilled people who are just zombies. Yeah. Still have yet to put to death their moral, mortal bodies trying to walk out the Word of God. And, and actually, the, the, the sad part about it is, is you can't live in both places. No. Um, you can't live. You know, I find it so difficult when I'm asked to do things that are so ritualistic. I find it so difficult, and I know why I find it difficult, because God isn't in it. He is in it. Ephesians 2, 5, even when we were dead in sins. Yeah. I know that we stopped right there in this pause for celebration. Yes. Not to, not to God. He said, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together. Yes. With Christ. It's not enough. This is why people don't want to come to church. I'm I'm living right. I'm living yeah. right. What's what's this church doing for me? That lets me know where the spirit is is in your life, yeah. and it's not it's not being allowed to quicken you. No, because you don't see that what glorifies God is the unification of all His spirits as Together. one. Yes, He said this is how He He shows it, and He said as it is on earth, as it is in heaven, and in heaven there's perfect unity. How who, who's perfect? It, here's the thing: if everybody stays home from church, who's going to help teach the people what you think you know? Yeah, I, I'm so. I do. I really got to go to church. There was a time where some of these people who don't go to church was really adamant about teaching young men and young women. You want to teach young women what? What do you want to teach them? Yeah, you want to teach them that after a while they'll grow in Christ, and then all of a sudden realize that even though they were growing in the Word, they were not allowing the Spirit to quicken them, so they begin to be disassociative and get uh, multiple personalities. Double-minded man mm -hmm. became unstable, uh, and in their work of trying to work out good works, they found themselves to still be dead. Yes, and so then they disappear, and they get resentful. 
resentful of the frustrated, church bitter <laughs> nobody taught no the church ain't feeding me the church ain't feeding you because you still want flesh yes when you supposed to be in spirit yes. the zombies want flesh yeah they want flesh you even more in the flesh, things of god more cops. even in the things of god <laughs> yeah. what did they say that he said jesus they got upset with him because he said i know your father's got bread from heaven but that mm. wasn't the real bread yeah. that sounds contradictory like you mean tell me it came from god but it wasn't the real bread no it wasn't it was just your sustenance yes it was just you came to god for sustenance yes you're supposed to come for the spirit for the spirit come what did they say Come for the thing and stay for the thing. Yeah. People come for the spirit and, and stay, stay for, for the, the sustenance. Yes, that's it. And that's what's supposed to be driving. That's what's supposed to be oh, driving. My it's, but it's backwards my, for the church. That's why I say I, some some meals that God give, I, you got to enjoy them with certain people. Yes, yes. Certain people you can take to a carryout. I can't take everybody to <laughs> my favorite restaurants. Yes. They, they've pulled a menu out. They say, give me the filet mignon. They, you know what I'm saying? They're not really understanding. They, they ask you for A1 sauce on their steak. Yes. They didn't ask for the steak to be well done. I don't want to see no pink. The, the chef in the back is like, tell this person to go to AHA. Yeah, so we're this, not going to cook this. This, was, this, is, this is a meal fit for kings and queens. Yes. And I hope the people who listening, I know it's a lot. And I'm hoping that you will pause it, rewind, go to different parts. There's different parts to this. Go to different parts. It's, Take your it's time. amazing to me because, you know, I love the exciting life in the spirit. It's revelation. It quickens me. It I, quickens I, me. I'll tell you. And I, people I'm ready say, to well, go be obedient. People say, uh, well, how do you go to work and all of that stuff? And you say that you're. You're quickened. The quickening, the quickening does take me to work. Takes me right to work. It takes me to work. It, the quickening don't mean I, I, I didn't quit my job. I'm going full time <laughs> ministry. Now you sit there and you're like, God, I don't know whether I'm serving you or serving, serving money. myself. Or, uh, I know that I want to do your will, but I know that I yeah. got bills. So it's will over bills. I know that I'm supposed to be yeah. convicted, but I'm about to be evicted. Yeah. So it's conviction over eviction. <laughs> yeah. And and. God is just saying, he said, I want to live this thing out in you. In you. Everywhere and, you go. And it's Take amazing. It to work. He said, it, it just let me point you to it. And so I love it. Every day it's brand new. Yeah. Every day it's a, he inspires and he says, say it. So the, the, we get to the next point. Luke 4 and 1 says, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Full of the Holy Ghost, it causes a response. Yes. So he returned to from Jordan. Yes. He returned from Jordan. Yes. He was full of the Holy Ghost. Yes. He got what he needed at Jordan. <laughs> he said, "I'm back," <laughs> and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Yes. He was led by the Spirit. Now we talking to the lead. Yes. We, yes, we set yes. up the table enough. We get to the lead where emotions and sensations once led us. The spirit now leads. Oh, yes. We know what emotions leading us looks like. Yeah. We know. We, we know. We, we, if you're not clear on where emotions lead us, look at them pigs. Yeah, over the cliff. It leads you over the cliff. It leads you into the, the drowning place. Yeah. It leads you into the overwhelmed place. Overtaken. Overtaken place. Yeah. This is where emotions take it. Where do sensations take me? It leads me to the overwhelming place. Overtaken. To the overtaking. This is where addictions come in. Yeah. Addictions are in the overtaking overtaken place. Overtaken place. Oh my goodness, my. This, yeah. this is this is stuff. Yes. This is stuff. Yeah. He said, where that once led us, now the spirit leads. Leads us. It don't lead me to the overtaken place. It leads me to the glorified place. Yes, yes. It leads me to the, there is a physical response to the spirit. It's called obedience. Yep. The physical response to the spirit is not me dancing. That's, we're going to get there in a second. But the physical response to the spirit is obedience. And you noticed it when he said he took him to the spirit, took he led him to the wilderness. And then it said to be tempted by the devil. To be tempted. Because he was full. Yeah. I, this is another thing. But he, yeah, didn't, he didn't go get uh, full. No, let me, let, me, let me tell, make sure they know. 
God leads you yes. to the temptation Yes, place he does. After he has brought you from the filling place. Yes. So you may prove what is that good, good and, and accept it. Acceptable and perfect will of God. Some people are pushing themselves. This is for the person. What's in the gap is the temptation. Yeah. This is for the person <laughs> who is put, pulling themselves to the temptation place without allowing themselves to have time in the filling place. That's right. This is this is for the people who are, feel like you're ready to go find a wife or a husband or you're ready to go date. Or you ready to go and deal in certain areas that you know you have not been filled for. You haven't been filled for. You may feel like you have you are, but you have not been filled for it. But you have to understand there is a filling before there is a testing. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So if I'm being tested, knowing I haven't been filled, that ain't God. That's you. That's you. You went and took the test unauthorized. And in the places that you should be eating and getting filled in, you're not you're not you wasting time being tested when you're supposed to be f- being filled. That's right. This is why we need to tell our young people to now's the time to fill them. Because y'all, y'all filling you them notice, with mess. You want to prepare them for marriage by talking to them about sex. And that's not. To, to, to now's the time to fill them with yes. this word of God. Yes. To fill them with his. And notice it said he was full. Full. He, which is another what? Sensation. He felt full, full. of what? The, the spirit. spirit. And it led him where? To temptation. Yeah. So there are times when we are filled. Filled. And, and what the spirit tells me is go quickly. Yeah. Go quickly. Go. I didn't and, feel you and just I to sit there. And I move, I move, I move with, with, with great determination. Yeah. I move and I do exactly what he says to do. That's why Jesus told him as he went to the, 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 the temptation. When he said, oh, man can't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I noticed that I've only been able to turn down food having already ate. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I preach the message. I'm not full, but I'm filled. Yeah. He he understood there was a lack there. Yeah. He said, "Oh, what you present to me is a lack." The crazy thing is, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. Yeah. I've been filled, filled in another way. And he, he wasn't saying like I'm gonna go get the word. He was saying, "Oh, I got man, it." Live by bread alone, <laughs> but by every he might as well pat his belly. But by every word that proceeded out of He said, "I'm full, buddy. I'm full, I'm full with his word. Your words don't hit the same. That's right. Don't hit the spot. Don't hit the spot. <laughs> Say you can't. You can dance anything before That's me. That's why they tell you. But go because shop, I'm filled, go shopping when you already ate. That's right. So you can make sound decisions. Now, that's for a Christian. We have no business going to a temptation. Amen. And this is where seducing is different than being tempted. Absolutely. Because we open up. Seduction is playing on a lack that you recognize. And temptation is playing on a lack you no longer acknowledge. You no longer acknowledge. I don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So you thirty eight? You mean to tell me you might die a virgin? Uh, it's not on the menu. Yeah, it's not on the menu. And I'm gonna tell you why it's not on the menu. Because if I eat it in the wrong heart, yeah, I'm gonna resent the meal anyway. Yes, which is what I see around me. Yeah, I see married people. I see them not not even appreciating the dish to set before them yeah. because they wanted it not in the right heart. They was hungry, but they weren't ready for a steady diet of that. I, I, There's certain things I, I'll eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. Did I will not eat every yeah, day. Yeah, you don't want no more. You know what I'm saying? There's a time where like I ate I, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it, it tasted like the best thing ever. But I was hungry. Yeah, yuck me. I ate it. But, <laughs> but after I ate it, I was like, I, I'll be good. I'm not going to eat anymore for about another year. Yeah, because it, it's, it's one of those meals. Satisfied the taste. Yeah. This is where the buyer's remorse comes in. This is where the people get married and say, you know what? This ain't what I want. This is where they get the job they want yeah. and say they hate it. Yeah. This is where they go to the church they thought they liked until the church asked them to do That's something. That's being not led by God. Not led by the Spirit. Because once you, once you in the place... The, the spirit had led you there. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to leave that place. Look at this. Eight, 
Romans 8, 14 says, For as many are as, are, as are led by the Spirit of God, they yeah, are the, the sons, sons of God. God. He is l- letting us know that his paternity test is that we are led by him. You can't say yep. you are the child of God if you are not led by, by the Father. By the Father. And why do you end up in places that he didn't lead? Because people are always talking about, I ain't going to call, it's no happy Father's Day. He wasn't a father. He just had me. Do you know that God can say the same thing for y'all? <laughs> Ain't no children's day. Because they just call me father, but they don't act like no child. Yeah, the DNA is Why he don't flip? Why can't a father come to the child and be like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't celebrating your birthday. Because I don't Cause know. Because I don't think you that good of a child yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> or you don't look like me. You don't look like me. You don't, you don't listen to me. You don't yeah. respond to me. But you, I'm telling you. Galatians 5, 9, 18 says, but if ye be led by the spirit, ye are not under the law. The spirit absolves us of the law. The spirit gives us diplomatic immunity. Yeah. The spirit does. If you are not led by the spirit, you are bound by the law. And you, you have to remember that when he says the law, he's not only speaking to the law, laws that were written in the Old Testament, he's speaking to like the law of nature. The law of nature, the law, the law of the universe. the universe. He is speaking These to... These are all laws, and he's letting us know that you're... You are bound by. You're bound by those laws that, that people talk about. So, you know, hey, I, I'm... I, I'm I I go through night sweats. This is I heard a lady at church and she said, you know I'm short tempered. I think I'm going through the menopause. And I said, well I never went through that. Yeah. And she looked at me and she said, you never went through it. She said, so you didn't go through menopause already? I said, well I went through menopause, but I never went through what you're talking about because I'm not under that law. The laws of my body, though I do experience them, they I am not under them. Right. So I don't come, I don't bring my whole man sub, under subjection to this law. To this biological law. So, no, I do not have a time of the month where I am nasty, nasty. and mean to people. And yet I hear people t- r- revving their daughters up for they get a free pass for a whole week or two to act like they're crazy. No, and I, I'm don't, like, I don't get to have seasonal depression. No, you don't, don't. The days are getting shorter. The nights are getting quicker and yeah. longer. And now all of a sudden, I'm down all the time. Or I know it's the holidays, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying I'm down. And some people say I, you know, I packed on forty pounds during the winter time because it's 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 part of my ritual. Well, no, we're not subject to the laws of nature. You are not this is subject what, to the This spirit. is what the bears do, the polar bears do it, the seals do it. Everybody that's under the law of nature because they're under the law of nature. And they are bound by that law because to allow them to move freely is to bring chaos on the earth. Right. That's why they always tell you, don't mess with a lion. Lion won't mess with you. Yeah. Lion don't really want to mess with you. Lion is all set to a certain state. Yeah. <laughs> it's set to a certain law. You the one that's encroaching on it. On its world. Playing and messing around with it. And then you wonder why it attacks. Because usually they don't, they, they maul the person and they kill with their hands. <laughs> They're not looking to eat them. You know, that takes me back to Siegfried and Roy. And the, the tiger attacked them. Yeah. But it's they didn't they put the tiger to death and I'm like, why you put him to death? <laughs> he wasn't doing he, he was bound to a law of the jungle. Yeah. Y'all took him out of his environment his habitat. and brought him to another They should have they should have released him back into his own habitat like he was supposed to. That should have been that should have been his reward on his end. This, but their punishment. This is why they shudder in a lot of churches. Yeah. The churches are filled with people who are not led by the spirit. Yeah. So when you put them in this tame atmosphere, they actually tear it apart. Yeah. They tear it apart. You try to tell them, hey, God doesn't want us to focus on dressing. So y'all, y'all wear what you want. And then you got people coming in with no bras on. Yeah. Because you can't give them the freedom when they still bound by, by the law. Yes. You and, and you know what? There's no there's no gender thing. Y'all grab a prayer partner, sister. Pray. Go ahead, pray with that brother. 
Now, all of a sudden, they're having sex. <laughs> Why? You can't give them the freedom that comes with the spirit. spirit. The spirit allows me to see my sister as a sister. As a sister. But the spirit that we operate in, it doesn't have any boundaries. That's why it's a danger. That's why it's a danger to have um, a person in a position where they're telling or orchestrating what's happening in church. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be the apostle, the pastor, or whoever, they should not be allowed to orchestrate in God's house. And we get to see, this is the thing, people keep saying, like, it, it ain't no good churches. You find you somebody who's, who marked the perfect man, mm-hmm. the one who is allowing the spirit to move in their life. You will know it. The pastor that we are under yeah. is not a perfect man. But he, sense, allows the but he allows of God the spirit of God to move. And I can see the spirit. Yes. When I doubt the spirit, I see confirmation Shin of, the, of spirit. the spirit. I'm I'm allowed and made aware. And I know what I want to do. And the spirit say, Mm-mm. And this and is where you need I've to had be. I've had not one person, but almost almost every person asked me, Why are you still here? Why As are you still to where? As opposed and, to where and I you said, are. this is where God <laughs> placed me, and this is where the Spirit continues to speak well of. Yeah. And as long as the Spirit puts me here. And as time goes on, I get to say, just like Paul said in retrospect, oh, the Spirit was right in saying so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my heart does leap because I said the Spirit was right in all of his doings. Ask these people. Ask the, now if they honest with themselves. Ask them where they, wherever they are right now. Was the spirit right in saying so? Out of your pride, I, I know what you want to say. I, I, this is the reason why, even when I post stuff on Instagram, I do not respond to comments because I know these people are, are operating from a, a stilted identity. That even if you wanted to answer my question honestly, you can't. Because you're not honest with yourself. You're not honest with yourself. Because yeah. in order for, to be honest with darkness, you need light. I think I, that, that was one of the greatest frustrations in dealing with people in ministry. Not, not the pastor's role, but people that you had to work with in ministry. And then recognize that they're not, they, they don't even know themselves. Don't even know. They didn't lie to me. They lied to themselves. To themselves. Because they believe this thing. Yeah. And you can tell when a person, when they move in such a way that the, the thing that they don't see is so much a guide in their life, that it's, it's almost amazing. See, this, this takes us to our next point. They are, they are still not purposed. Yeah. The Spirit purposes us. Acts 19.21 says, after these things were ended, Paul purposed in the Spirit. When he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem, he purposed to go to Jerusalem, not in himself, but in the spirit. In the spirit. People are purposing in themselves to do things. things. And then we'll attach faith to that thing. Yes. To bring it alive. All I got to do is believe in what I've purposed in myself. You are supposed to use faith to operate in what you've been purposed in the spirit. Or... They don't understand because there, there takes an understanding of how the spirit operates in us. This ain't no mood board. And this ain't no itinerary no, he's just making. This no. Is not no, he said, I'm going to Jerusalem. And then after I've been there, I must also see Rome. That word must. Yes. Always kicks yes. me. Yeah. That always kicks <laughs> me. Because I, whenever I think of something, I say, must I do it? And if you notice, like with those kind of conversations in the Bible, yeah. it'll either be must be, must see, must, they're, they're, which is- Must go, must, must do, yeah, must, 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 with must. always a verb. Yes. And I said, Lord, because there are times when the Holy Spirit comes and he just drops the thought, like he said, I have spoken it before, and you, he just speaks it. Because but, the speaking takes different forms. Yeah. We talked about speaking- Coming, articulating in us inspiration. Yeah. Speaking, articulating in us revelation. Speaking, articulating in us purpose. Yeah. 
We, we, this is why the Holy Spirit's there. People, you got to understand, I want to be inspired. Yes. I want to be, uh, uh, have revelation given yeah. to me. And I want to be purposed. Yes. And the Spirit will just speak to us. He said, hey, hey, buddy, um, you're going to break up this business. <laughs> you're going to do this. And I want this done by 2020. He said it. I'm doing it. Yeah. There's no reneging on it. Right. It's not about emotion. But. He introduced that to you. Just in a word. Just <laughs> and when word. he did, it's overwhelming because you say, what? That's why the and soldier then, was excited. The soldier said, oh, I've been, I'm, I'm a boss. But then he I comes back. Like to purpose people. Yeah. He said, you just purpose me. Yes, so I'm going home. Yeah. Then I'm he not come, stopping. Right. You, then he comes back and he gives you the unction to do it. He... Yeah, we agree. Get there. There you go. It's one other words. Because because oh my goodness, I I knew you was going you was going to be right in tune with me. He says, uh, "We are put to use by the Spirit as opposed to my emotions or sensations. I'm put to use by yes. My body is put to use not to gratify just a part of me." Yes. That's what we, you talk about y'all naughty bits. That's just a part of you. <laughs> yes. And your whole body is put to use for that thing. Yes. You will wake up in a house that ain't yours, in a bed that's not yours. Yeah. Because of that thing. With remorse and regret. You, yeah, you'll wake up with three kids because of that, that, kid, yes. that thing. One thing purposes you. Yes. I will not let an ounce of my flesh purpose me. Amen. We must let the spirit purpose, purpose us. us. I am put to use by the Spirit, not by my emotions, not by sensation. Romans 15, 19 says, through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and around about uh, Lysurium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. He said the power, we keep talking about this power of the Spirit. This is another reason why we have the Holy Spirit. It powers us. Yes. To do what? Not magic tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Not gymnastics, but every act of the gift of gifts of the spirit yes. is to the preaching the gospel of yes. Christ. Yes. When you speak in tongues, it's supposed to produce a gospel. Yes. When you lay hands, it's supposed to produce a gospel. Yes. It's not really about healing the sick. No. It's about healing the sick that causes them to be whole. Yes. And they can speak of his glory. Come on now. He asked, the, the disciples asked, why? Why is this boy blind? So I could come and heal him and he'll know I'm the best doctor in town. No. He said that, that I might be glorified. He said this was for the glory of God. And he was, if you read the scripture, Jesus was a little upset with them for yeah. even entertaining the question that they asked. That, this is why we got to be careful. I hear so many people lately talking about good health care and bad health care. <laughs> I'm like, we as people of God are sitting around talking about who's giving the adequate care for our it's, health. When we have the best health care provider in town. In town. And all we have to do is listen to him. That's all we have to do. It, it, the spirit speaks expressly. Concern. In the matters concerning you. Yes, he does. He speaks expressly. And, and the problem is, is that one thing that the pastor said on Sunday, he said, we just want to know how he does what he does. And he ain't willing to share that. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is where I, I got to make sure I add that scripture to this thing. Expressly means thoroughly. Yeah. He speaks thoroughly in the matters concerning you. Yes. Not the matters concerning his way. Yes. Or his thoughts. His thoughts. Or him. No. Because people keep saying, Lord, I want to know more about you. I'm going to tell y'all, no, my knowledge of God, it can be summed up pretty quickly. Yes. But what I am recognizing is that God is more interested in telling me about me. Yes. As it relates to him. him. He wants to tell me about him through what he asked me to do. do. It, 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 Acts 2 and 17 says, And it shall come to pass in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. 
So we talking about the 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 reaction to, to the spirit. Now. To the spirit. We talking about the reaction to the spirit is power. Yes. The reaction to the spirit is prophecy. Yes. The reaction to the spirit is visions. Yes. You know, people are seeing things now. They're not just having naughty bit thoughts no yes. more. Oh, I was sleeping. All I saw was <laughs> privates just dancing around. They're like, let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. No, no more. No more. Little, no more naughty bits. No more little worms. The little worm on uh, Sesame Street. Uh, the little worm sit on the trash can with Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Antoinette one day. I said, "This, this is this is a, this is what people are led by." Yeah, the little worm with the little black eyes. Like, <laughs> we not we not operating in yes. that no more. Yes. We don't operate in that. He he want to give you visions, visions, his visions, and his and, dreams. And they're ex- and they're exciting. And and I think the greatest thing about it is. That when God drops something in your spirit or he implants something in your spirit, he even lets you know some things are for an appointed time. So, uh, this is where this is good because well, I want to break it down so people understand. He's a, he'll pour his spirit out upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters. That's us. That's all genders. Yeah. Man, woman. So y'all can stop acting like wives. God gonna pour his spirit out on you. You ain't gonna get his the man residue. <laughs> He's not pouring off of your husband's beard and dripping on you. Yes, right. You better get your own. own yeah, you better get it your own. Pour it on you. Yeah, that's right. And he said he's gonna pour his spirit and you, we will speak his word. That's what prophecy means. Mm-hmm. We will speak his word. It is the response to the spirit in us is to speak his word. Amen. When I see a silent Christian, I see a silent a silent spirit. Amen. Oh my goodness, I gotta oh, oh I'm recording it. I don't have to write it. Now. Yeah. When I see a silent Christian, I see a silent spirit. That has been silenced. I see a silenced. Yeah, there we go. We have yes, tweak yes. the words around. Yeah. When I see a silent Christian, I see a silenced spirit. That's right. Oh my goodness. Amen. I hear you, God. Yeah. And then you say visions. That's yes. he's gonna let you see what is to come so yes. you can begin to prepare yes. the people. Yes. He said, We you'll now be like Noah. Yeah. I'll tell you what's to come and you'll begin to build the ark. Yeah. You need your garden you to show you sometimes, things to build the ark for Sometimes your sometimes the, the the craziest thing is it's so to me, it's so exciting because God will give you a glimpse or say something and you'll say, Okay, God. And I thought oh, that sounds easy enough, or that sounds good. And then he doesn't do anything. He doesn't give you anything else. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he says, mm, do this. Yeah. And I said, oh. And he said, preparation. There has to be preparation. That's what that vision is for. 